0: Welcome or welcome back to the Bagel Babes podcast. If you're a subscriber, my name is Kelsey. I'm your small, tiny, bagel loving blonde host. And in today's episode, I really do usually map out most of what I want to say, but today I got really inspired just to kind of like pull up the mic, have a chat, and talk about something that to me I kind of thought was common knowledge, but after watching. What the hell was the name of that documentary? I got sucked into some Netflix documentary about social media. Shoot, I can't remember the name of it. I'm sure it'll come to me at like 2 a.m. and I'll scream it into the abyss. But that aside, I watched this documentary all about some of the original inventors, shall we say, of social media, like the people who invented the like button, some of the original monetization directors at big social media companies and platforms, and them sort of talking about the addiction of these platforms. I want to explore the actual addiction side of things a little bit further in a later episode, so I'll save some of that rant. But what I really wanted to kind of explain today actually is just how social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, etc., TikTok, Snapchat, you name it, right? All those big guys, how they make money. And I know that sounds really stupid and simple because you're like obviously advertising, right? Obviously. Well, first of all, I remember watching, I think it was Zuck, that was sitting like in a Congress hearing. And one of the the older gentlemen, shall we say, up at the top was like, well, how will Facebook make money? How does Facebook make money? And I remember watching Zuck's face be like, well, ads, Senator, ads. (laughs) So I don't know. I I thought it was common knowledge, but I do think there are certain parts of this that maybe if I explain to y'all kind of how it works behind the scenes and what advertisers are really doing. Maybe it'll give you a little insight into kind of how this works and maybe encourage you to, I don't want to say quit social media. I'm not going to quit social media, but just at least have the knowledge, right? The knowledge is power. Let's discuss. So first of all, not to scare the actual shit out of you, but the reality is, is that everything you do online is being tracked. And it's being tracked by let's call them cookies. And that's deceptive because they sound tasty and beautiful. But really what it is, is they get embedded into your browser. Also, by the way, I'm not a tech person. Okay. Let's just clarify that. So if I'm fucking up some of this, please don't at me. I'm doing my best. My experience in this whole thing is I actually used to be on the advertiser side. So right now what I do for corporations is I actually manage their organic social media. So that's just like the content you see on social media brand pages, the community management engagement all of that good stuff, right? But I used to actually work on the paid advertising side of the house. So that involves targeting people, targeting users to receive our advertisements on social media channels. And that's how I know that your shit is tracked. That's how I know that when you sign up for your gym's email newsletter, or you become a gym member, that gym now has your data. And that gym is able to tell Facebook, hey, I'm going to upload this list of people that are already currently members. And it's all hashed, so Facebook doesn't know anything. There's no privacy issues there, I think. That aside... Facebook is now able to say, okay, well, when you run ads, we can exclude this list of people because they're already members and we don't want them to see your ads. So like, this is how deep and complex it goes. And the reality is, is that when you go visit a website, like let's say you're shopping on a specific website online and they give you In the EU, it's a little bit more strict. There's actual pop-ups that say, hey, there's cookies and we're collecting your data and it's not used to do anything dirty, but it is used to collect your data. And then what that brand can do is, okay, I'm 28 and I live in a metro area and I'm clicking all around on this website and I'm buying stuff. What that brand can do is they can actually create groups on social media that look like me. So they can say, Particularly if I clicked over to that website from a social media platform, they can say, oh, wow, okay, this 28-year-old female who lives in a suburban, not suburban, metro area, and she's clicking all over the place and then she bought. Okay, wow, that's a great customer for us. That's a high-engagement customer. And so that brand can go to Facebook and say, can you find me more people like this? And then what Facebook can do is actually go out and find people that are like that, So really like everything you are doing online from the activity on the websites you're shopping at and the websites you read for your news to all the things you do on social media, all of that is tracked. And I think that's just a baseline thing everyone needs to know and acknowledge. The other thing that I really want to make sure I communicate here is that and this kind of goes into the addiction side of things, which I'd love to talk about at length at another time. I try to keep my podcast pretty short and to the point so you can kind of suck it down while you're sucking down your morning coffee. But I want to acknowledge the fact that all of this is important to know because the way that these social media platforms have designed themselves is with the idea in mind that you are the currency. Your attention is the currency. If something is free to you, it means that you are the form of payment. And that's really important to know here. Because what these platforms have done and continue to do, and I'm sure they have loads of teams to do it, is they are constantly A-B testing designs and features and layouts. They're testing this to see how can we keep users on the platform longer. So I know when I was in the advertising side of things and actually looking at buys, these platforms would compete to get on the media plans because they wanted the advertiser dollars and the metrics that they would talk to me about would be like active users and time spent on the platform because these are the metrics that as an advertiser I'm paying for. It's just like television, except it's way less, in my opinion. This is personal opinion. This whole podcast is personal opinion, I guess. Personal experience. But To me, it seems less regulated. It's just like television in that they are paying for forced attention, but to me, it just doesn't feel as obvious. A commercial on television feels really obvious, and what is not as obvious is, sure, you're getting ads in your feed, but maybe what's not as obvious is how they are being designed and presented and delivered to you so that you are more likely to actually spend money, spend time, be a more active user, all of those things. And really, that's the point I wanted to make today is just that if something is free to you, your attention is the currency. And that's just a friendly reminder. So when you do find yourself mindlessly scrolling on Facebook, and I'm not saying that to be offensive. I mindlessly scroll on all of these platforms. My screen time is horrifying. And I have to remind myself that these platforms are actually designed to make me do that because the more time I spend on them... That's the more attention that they can sell to an advertiser. And that's fine. Everyone's got to make their cash. I worked in that side of the business, but I just want everyone to know that that's how it works. So we'll get into the tech addiction at a later time. My quick tips and tricks for you guys, set app limits. You can also go into, let me click over and check the actual, <laughs> the actual URL. If you just go ahead and Google, like just search for ad settings settings on whatever social platform you want, so like Facebook, for example, there's an entire page on Facebook called Your Ad Preferences, and you can actually come in here and see what data they're collecting, see what advertisers and businesses have you as part of a list and they're uploading you so you can kind of exclude or not exclude. You can also go ahead and adjust some ad settings. So, for example, there are ad settings for ads based on data from partners, ads based on your activity on Facebook products, ads that include your social actions. So, that's kind of like you liking a page that's running an ad, that kind of stuff. And so, you can actually control all that. Facebook has been making it sounds like I'm picking on Facebook. I don't mean to. It's just that they've made the most recent changes in my mind. And there are some options that you have for updating ad settings. I wouldn't say that You can really change everything. At the end of the day, there is no paid subscription of Facebook where you can have no ads. Like, this is what it is. Your attention is the currency. But you can control some of those settings. I highly recommend that you do so. Set app limits so that you are just being aware of the fact that the more time that you spend on these platforms, and they are absolutely designed to keep your attention there, but the more time you spend there, that's just them selling your attention to advertisers. So just be aware of that. And yeah, let's get outside. Let's all spend a little less time in front of the screen. It's a little bit tricky right now with the pandemic, but I'm trying to reduce my screen time pretty actively right now because I don't know. It's just not cute. So that's that. If you want to talk about all the advertising and social media conspiracy theories I have, please hit me up on Instagram. I love to chat about this. I'm kind of a nerd at Blondes and Bagels. And please leave a review. It's really helpful. I appreciate it. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye, guys.